Hello, all you cool cats and kits and kittens, and welcome to another episode of the NBA DFS Today podcast by Sports Ethos. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I'm going to be flying solo, oh no, for an 11-game Friday slate. And let me tell you guys, this post-deadline slate is going to be fun. There's lots of value out there that I like, so let's just hop right into it. Luka Doncic is questionable with a heel injury. But he's been upgraded. He's been out for a while, so I'm assuming with him being upgraded, he might be on the better side of questionable. Joel Embiid, questionable with a foot injury. Definitely need to keep our eyes on that one. Uh, Jason Tatum, questionable with an illness. All the big dogs questionable here on this slate. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is out with knee injury management. Load management. They're just rebranding it. That's what it is. Jalen Brown is out with his face. Unfortunate face fracture there for Jalen Brown. So. Uh, should have known Tatum, but uh, Jalen Brown and Tatum potentially both missing this one. That would be interesting. I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, Keldon Johnson is questionable with an ankle injury for the Spurs. We also have Jeremy Sohan questionable with a back injury for the Spurs as well. Uh, Rudy Gobert of the Wolves is questionable with a groin injury, as well as Kyle Anderson uh, questionable with a back injury as well for the Wolves. And Mike Conley is questionable with a, from the trade. I'm not sure if he's going to play or not. Uh, Lou Dort is questionable with a hamstring injury. I actually left a majority of those trade people out. I don't know if they'll play or not. Some of them probably will. Uh, some of them probably won't. So that's another uh, bit of information we need to stay on top of. Don't think there's anybody I was like, super-duper into, though, out there, to be honest with you guys. But let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's uh, break this down here. Let's talk about the Charlotte Hornets and the Boston Celtics. And if Tatum does play... At 11-2, I do have some interest there, for sure. I think it's very easy to go stars and scrubs on this slate. I think there's going to be so much value, so much value I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clear you guys into here. That uh, I am just, I think this is like one of the few slates, that's 11-game slate that I'm advocating uh, for a stars and scrubs approach. I think it's definitely doable. I think there's some scrubs out there that are really just going to go off. Uh, one of them here on the Celtics side, I do like uh, Sam Hauser. At 4,200, uh, stepping in for the injured Jalen Brown. Might only get 20 minutes. If uh, Tatum's also out, that's going to clue me into Boston not taking this game against the lowly Charlotte Hornets seriously. And I'm going to have a lot more interest in Hauser. And there'll also be more usage and, and uh, everything for everybody else as well. So makes a lot of sense there. But 4,200, I think even if Tatum plays, I think he's still in play for me. On the opposite side of the ball, we've got Gordon Hayward still, 4,900. And... What I'm looking at is, you know, he played 35 minutes in that last game. I know I mentioned him as a, as a play. I think it was like 4,800 in that last slate that we saw him on. And so he came up a little bit, but not enough. And if he's going to get 35 minutes, I mean, I'm just waiting for that big game here. It's possible. He's still a very skilled player. I know he's not, like, the most exciting player in the world. I know he doesn't have, like, the most tremendously high ceiling. But at 4,900, there's enough meat on that bone there that, um, you know, you can definitely go to it. Cash or GPP. That's my opinion there. That's what I got in that game, though. Stupid chair. I gotta get this chair fixed. Hot. Somebody send me your best ways to get squeaky chairs to not squeak. Ah! I go crazy. Uh, okay, moving on. Let's talk about the Utah Jazz and the Toronto Raptors. Probably my, one of my favorite plays here on the slate. And easy call. It's going to be highly owned, I would think. Colin Sixth at 4,000. 
qualifies for that point guard shooting guard role. Uh, Toronto, I mean, obviously it's a bit of a difficult matchup for anybody, but uh, I mean, honestly, Sexton's going to get 25 plus minutes. I mean, there's there's no way about it because there's no Nikhil Alexander Walker anymore, and there's no Mike Conley. So he's locked into minutes. He's only 4,000. Just makes all the sense in the world. I'll just go grab him. Ask questions later. On the uh, Utah Jazz, I also happen to like Walker Kessler at 5,700. Feels like at the last matchup against the Toronto Raptors, absolutely went off. Of course, you don't put a whole lot of stock into that. Doesn't necessarily mean he's going to go off again. But the Raptors, I mean, they went out and got um, Jakob Pertl for a reason. They have a very big lack of skill at the center position. Sorry, Coloco. And Kessler is going to be able to manhandle them. There's no way about that. No, no two ways about that. And I'm thinking a lot of people are going to sleep on Kessler here too, because there's a lot of centers I do want to play, and I could see people gravitating towards other guys. There's a lot of guys in that like five thousand to six thousand range, four thousand maybe even that I would like to to have on our roster. But I'm going to spend up a little bit on Kessler because I can, because I'm saving a lot of money elsewhere, and because it's just an excellent matchup for him, and. They just traded away uh, Jared Vanderbilt to secure his minutes. And the only thing that's going to derail this for me is going to be foul trouble, which is definitely possible, but I'm not going to bank on it. Let's move on to the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Memphis Grizzlies game. A couple of plays there that I really, really like early on here. Uh, I do like Nas Reed at 4,900 if there's no Gobert. He is a center, of course, so it's going to be hard for, him to fit me into, fit, for me to hit, fit him into my lineups. But if I can, 4,900. Seems like a pretty good spot here. Memphis still doesn't have Steven Adams. Uh, playing Xavier Tillman, Xavier Tillman, and uh, Brandon Clark at that center position. And I just think Nas Reed has the ability to manhandle those guys, so I like him a lot. Uh, but my favorite play on the Wolves, it's no-brainer. I mean, I think a lot of people are going to be on him. But it's going to be Jalen Noel. And this does hinge, of course, on uh, Conley's availability, if Conley is going to play. Probably don't go with Jalen Well. But I mean you still can at thirty eight hundred. Even even if uh Conley's in, I mean I think I think that maybe a risk you don't have to take, but even so at thirty eight hundred, there's not a whole lot of risk there. I mean that's only eight hundred more than the minimum salary. And he's a scorer, man. And this is a game environment that I think is gonna really benefit him here with the Minnesota Timberwolves, Memphis Grizzlies, up and down game, not a lot of defense. Uh, lots in transition. Yeah, I, I like it a lot for Jalen Noel, for sure. Um, that's really... Oh, I've got one more game here that I've got multiple uh, guys in. It's the San Antonio Spurs and the Detroit Pistons. On the Detroit side, I do like Bojan Bogdanovic at 6,300, simply because the Spurs are terrible on defense and they really don't care. Uh, they're sitting people. They don't want to win games. Bojan stayed on the team, uh, the Detroit Pistons team, past the deadline. And it's going to be interesting to see how James Wiseman fits into all that. I don't think Wiseman plays in this one. Jalen Duran, I was looking at him, but there's so many other centers I'm into. I mean, I think you can go to Duran for sure. I think he'll be under-owned. Probably a low low percentage type play. But uh, but no, Bojan McDonough is the guy I want to have on Detroit at 6,300. Um, just going to score a lot of points. I mean... Pretty easy. Uh, Zach Collins uh, on the San Antonio Spurs side, 4,000. Excellent play, excellent cash play. 
Uh, I don't think his ceiling's super duper high, so I'm not like enamored with playing him in GPPs. I think it's fine. I mean, four thousand. I mean, is he going to get twenty five, you know, DK points? Probably. Is he going to get you forty? Probably not. Are there going to be a bunch of guys four thousand under that get you forty though? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe a guy or two that's going to get you thirty thirty five. I don't know, but. I don't think he's a crazy high ceiling play, but yeah, Zach Collins definitely has to be on your radar, and I believe he should be in many, many of your lineups. Uh, and if you want to just play to to get cash, to hit the cash, um, which is a smart thing to do sometimes, then yeah, I would say go for it for sure. Um, that's the last play. I've got multiples in. I've got uh, played from pretty much every other uh, game here as well, though. But before I do that, guys, I just want to go ahead and let you know you should sign up for our DFS pass. Just do it. We've only got what a couple minutes left in the season here. And I'm sure we'll be playing through the playoffs as well. So, hey, season's winding down, man. We are uh, almost at All-Star break. You know, once the All-Star break hits, you hit the home stretch and silly season starts. You guys are going to be confused, man. Silly season starts and it's like, whoa, wait a minute. All of a sudden, all these nobodies are, are getting points. What's going on, Keith? Yeah, sign for the DFS pass. Get in the Discord. Talk to us. We'll let you guys know about what's going on. All those crazy people, the Corey Josephs of the world and the uh, who I mean, who's had a really good silly season recently? It wasn't Corey Joseph. I don't like Corey Joseph. But you know who I'm talking about. All those people that just go off when the games don't matter and the teams are trying to lose, basically. We'll hook you, we'll hook you up. DFS pass. Go to sportsethos.com. Sign up for it. Uh, Miami and Houston. I've got Gabe Vincent at 4,500. He's another value guy I think you look at heavily. No Kyle Lowry. Seems like Kyle Lowry's just on the outs. He's just going to sit the rest of the season, basically, which is really crazy. Don't know what's going on there in Heatland. Expected them to do more trade deadline. It didn't happen, uh, you know, for better or for worse. But Gabe Vincent at forty five hundred, no Kyle Lowry against the Houston Rockets. Yeah, sign me up. I think that's a good good play for sure. Uh, I don't have a lot of guard spots for him because of some of the guys I'm going with, which I'll explain later. But uh, if I can give him into a lineup, I will. I think he's going to be a lower usage guy than the other guys I've got, like uh, like Colin Sexton, since. Uh, Phil, Phoenix and in Indiana. Uh, Phoenix is on the third game of uh, in four days, and had nine guys available yesterday. I uh, don't know how many are going to play in this game. That's going to obviously play a factor here, but I would have to imagine that not all of their acquisitions play. So they're probably going to be a little shorthanded still. I mean, obviously Kevin Durant's not playing. <laughs> so there you go. I know for a fact now their acquisitions are. Uh, so they're probably be a little bit shorthanded still. Uh, no Mikael Bridges. Um, man, it, uh, I think there are some people you can go to here. But it's tough. I'm not, I don't like this whole game a whole lot. But I do think Torrey Craig at 4,500 makes some sense to look at him. I uh, played him in the last game. He was absolutely dreadful, terrible. Uh, but the Indiana Pacers are kind of a different beast here. And I'm expecting more out of Torrey Craig. So he's one guy I am looking at there as kind of just maybe just roster filler. Probably higher on other guys that are 4,500 and under, but if I do need him first position, he's a small four power forward, then, then go for it. Um, Houston and Miami, Jalen Green is still 6,900 after that explosion from last game. And yeah, it's Miami Heat, but he's a shooter. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who he's playing. He's going to be either explode or he's going to, nah, he's going to have a dud. So I do have some interest there in Jalen Green. I'm hoping to get him in some GPP lineups for sure. Um, Dallas and New Orleans, uh, Luca, 12-2. If he plays, yeah. I, I'm very interested here. I know uh, people will fade him because Kyrie's in town now, so that's kind of like, you know, 
You're just looking on paper. It's like, oh, yeah, Kyrie's there. I'm going to fade Luca. Luca's going to get his. Luca's still the alpha. I know Jason Kidd said that. And it's true. And Kyrie needs to bow down to Mr. Luca Doncic because he is uh, incredible. Uh, but, you know, Kyrie's going to help be helpful for Luca. Kyrie's going to be a safety valve for Luca and a guy that can uh, alleviate the pressure off of him and hopefully carry them through the minutes when Luca's off the floor. But 12 uh, 2 for Luca, I think that's a, a solid one. I think the Dallas and New Orleans Pelicans game is going to be a, a competitive one as well. Pretty close. So, so yeah, I do like Luca at 12 2, uh, especially for GPPs. Cash, you can probably do better uh, because you don't want to spend all that money and then all of a sudden Luca has a dud, uh, which Luca's never going to put up a dud dud. But you know, with Kyrie and Tom, maybe they struggle to play with each other, you know, what have you, whatever narrative we have to go with. I could see him having kind of a crappy game as well. I wouldn't call him a boomer bust guy. I think he's got a relatively safe floor. But anyways, moving on. Uh, Portland and OKC. You guys know I like to put, attack OKC at the center position. And we've got uh, Mr. Drew Eubanks at 4,200. Another guy sub-5,000 that I've got interest in here. No Nurkic. I think it's a solid uh, solid play. don't think it's like a high-ceiling play, but I think it's a solid play. Uh, the Clippers in Milwaukee, not a whole lot of interest in this game, honestly. I don't have interest in Giannis myself. Don't blame me if you do play him. Just, I would rather play the other priced-up guys. I've already mentioned two of them. I said stars and scrubs, so I've already got Luka and, and Jason Tatum both in my lineup here. Um, but the Clippers, I'm looking at Terrence Mann at 4,000. They just shipped off um, Reggie Jackson. And you'd have to imagine that uh, Terrence Mann continues his, you know, backup point guard duties. No, no canard anymore. So minutes are opening up there for T Man. His his needle's pointing up a little bit. He's an interesting guy to look at in season long fantasy as well. Guy I kind of overlooked uh, when I appeared on the Sports Ethos Trade Deadline show. Um, so let's talk about Thrive. Thrive Fantasy is a place where you're going to go. You're going to sign up. ThriveFantasy.com. You're going to sign up. You're going to use promo code Ethos. To get your first deposit match up to 250 bucks, and you're gonna go put, pick some player props and you're gonna win some money. I do have one play here from Thrive. Uh, I'm not super into this board, but I do have Jason Tatum over 33.5 points and assists. That's 90 points against the Charlotte Hornets. I think that's a shoe in. I think he's gonna easily score 35 points alone if he plays, obviously. Um, but yeah, so I think you can go ahead and grab that. Since I don't have a ton of plays for you guys, there's not even a lot of player props out uh, out there, honestly, either. But I am going to give you one of my wager pass plays here because, you know, I always like to come with something and not just empty-handed. But I think, um, for me, I've already placed one bet here uh, for tomorrow's games, and it's going to be the Indiana Pacers plus 1.5 on BetMGM. It's on BetMGM. It's minus 115 for the odds. And uh, look again, you know the Suns are three games. Uh, they're they're the third game here in four nights. Had just this is a back to back for them. They're away. Just traded away two fifths of their starting lineup. Two of their most beloved players in Cam Johnson and Mikael Bridges, two guys that are, uh, you know, there might be a little bit of emotional baggage there from the guys uh, being sent off. Only nine available players for the last game. We'll see how many they have in this one. But if they rush guys in, I mean, they're rushing guys into the fray. That doesn't generally work well for NBA teams, even though most teams run the same offense, basically. There's a chemistry that definitely needs to develop there. So I wouldn't be surprised if they take the L here. I wouldn't uh, be opposed to taking the money line for the Pacers either. At uh, Last time, I think I didn't look at it in a bit. I think it might have been plus odds. If it's plus odds, 
you might want to take the money on that anyways, just so you don't have to risk so much. But, but yeah, I think uh, even if they rush their guys in and play more than nine, I think it's going to be a, a tough game for them there. So Pacers plus 1.5, and I've got that Jason Tatum play for Thrive Fantasy. But that's going to do it, guys. That is it. I think you can build a solid lineup for those guys alone. That's an 11-game slate. I really narrowed it down for you. But, of course, there will be other guys that pop up as, uh, you know, value as the day goes on. So definitely get that DFS pass. Uh, come with, come hang with us, and let's go ahead and keep monitoring it together. But until next time, guys, I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at Keith, And please do follow, like, subscribe. Uh, also leave a review for the show wherever you are listening. We appreciate you. We love you. We can't do this without you. And you've made a successful this season. Keep doing that. Keep doing what you do. So uh, love you guys. See you soon. Until next time. Go get that money.